Welcome back to the Neuroscience Meets Social and Emotional Learning Podcast, where we cover the science-based evidence behind social and emotional learning for schools and emotional intelligence training in the workplace with tools, ideas, and strategies we can all use for increased results. I'm Andrea Samadhi and launched this podcast to share how important an understanding of our brain is for our everyday life and results, whether we're a teacher in the classroom or in the modern workplace, and release content to help all of us, specifically on the topics of health, well-being, and productivity. This weekend, I heard a message from New York Times bestselling author of the book, High Performance Habits, Brendan Burchard, that got me thinking about where we are right now in the world today. He said that while there might have been times during the pandemic where we laid low or held back in protective mode, the pendulum has swung the other way now, and there's a high need for all of us to be more productive as a nation as we enter this next phase of the economy, and showing up with our A-game is not just timely, but it's critical. I know that listeners of this podcast are high-performing with learning new things at the top of your list, so with this in mind, for today's episode 233, I wanted to go back and review our top 12 most viewed YouTube video interviews as chosen by you, the listener, so we can all go back to the basics and review some of the most important lessons learned on this podcast since we launched just over three years ago. I used to love listening to radio icon Casey Kasem's American Top 40 back in the 80s on my clock radio when I was in high school, where he would leave you in suspense as he counted backwards to the number one song. But for this countdown, I'll start with our number one most listened to episode with something I remember about each one or the speaker and a link so we can all revisit and sharpen our saw, as Dr. Stephen Covey would say, as we go back and review these most listened to episodes with the seventh habit in mind. Since I keep an eye on the numbers of this podcast, whether it's with the audio interviews or video, I thought it was interesting that the top 10 lists holds 8 out of 10 people who were in our early interviews or the first 100 interviews with two people who came in later and rose to the top. While I think all interviews hold important lessons, let's begin with our top 12. Let the countdown begin. The number one most watched interview is our first interview with Douglas Fisher and Nancy Fry, episode 77, on developing and delivering high-quality distance learning that we can all remember came right as parents and teachers were thrown unexpectedly into that world of online learning. You can watch the interview by clicking on the link in the show notes and review their tips to help all of us succeed in this ever-changing world. Don't miss their return to the podcast for episode 161 with their new book with John Almerode, How Learning Works, where they tie learning and the brain together. What I'll never forget with both these interviews is the timing of them. I'm sure no one will forget just how disastrous it was bringing our children to at-home learning 
And by the time we got to revisit everyone for episode 161, we were right in the middle of the pandemic. And I remember in the second interview, we all had terrible colds. None of us canceled this interview that we did at 6 a.m. Pacific time, but we all said prayers for family members who were struggling with COVID, and we covered the content using all of our energy to do so. I do receive emails about these two specific interviews from education departments in different parts of the country who ask if they can use them as models for their students as best practices for interviewing, as well as for the content that they provide, which brings me to think about the fact that regardless of how we're feeling before we have to present something, a pro is at their best regardless. Bringing us to our second most watched interview with Howard Berg, the world's fastest reader with over a 90% comprehension rate. And his interview was on simple and easy strategies for improving reading, comprehension, and recall. You can watch the interview by clicking on the link of the show notes. This was such a fun interview as Howard is an incredible teacher who I had no idea was like me, a former swimming teacher who learned about the importance of the students wanting to learn to swim that he translated into learning in the classroom years later. I met Howard years before I asked him to do this interview and followed his work using one of his speed reading strategies with my youngest daughter to help her to stay focused with reading. It's a common strategy of putting your finger on the page while you're reading, but Howard can show you that this practice can significantly improve reading speed and comprehension with many other important tips to improve memory and learning that I think includes using humor to engage your students. The third most watched interview is with Suzanne Gunderson on the polyvagal theory and practice, and I put the link to that interview in the show notes. Understanding the polyvagal theory and how our body shifts between rest and digest, fight or flight, and total shutdown became important for educators in the classroom to understand the states of mind of their students and why they were acting certain ways with strategies that can be used to calm down a student who might be struggling. I'm not going to skip this bit of feedback that you can read in the comments section of this interview because it's important that when we receive constructive criticism that we hear it. This interview on stress reduction, I hear often, why did you choose that hyper music for a stress reduction interview? The answer is pretty simple and I try not to be defensive and hear the criticism so that I can learn and improve, but I honestly had no idea what music to use when I first started out. I can see now I should have chosen a more calmer selection of music for this interview. We're all learning together here. The fourth most watched interview is with Dawson Church on his Bliss Brain book and daily meditations. I put the link in the show notes for you to watch the interview. While I still use Dawson Church's meditations every morning that you can access through his book, I really could have used them in the interview when my landscapers came and my dog Nitro at the time went crazy, barking for what felt like an eternity. Dr. Church was a pro and explained the neuroscience behind remodeling our brain for happiness, resilience, and joy without skipping a beat. When this happened, I could see his calm brain in action And it really did show from my end, knowing that there was a lot of noise that he was able to cut out, probably with the fact that he's such a pro at meditation. The fifth most watched interview is about Dr. Anna Lemke's popular book, 
Dopamine Nation, Finding Balance in the Age of Indulgence, where she takes us through the fact that we're all running from something and looking at where we're out of balance, using her strategies to help tip us back to balance towards increased energy and productivity. I had to reach out to Dr. Lemke after seeing her on Dr. Andrew Huberman's podcast, and she continues to show up on podcasts in my stream to this day, as this topic isn't losing its importance. You can watch the interview by clicking on the link of the show notes. What I loved about this interview was that she's all about finding balance and explained how it was possible to do this. She shared we don't need to give up those things that we love, but take a break from them and you'll notice a brain reset in the process. In sixth place, we have Dr. David Souza with this series, How the Brain Learns, that was handed to me from an educator over eight years ago who urged me to go in the direction of neuroscience. Dr. Souza's series, that's now in its fifth edition, is one of the books I picked up when first beginning to understand how our brain learns to read, do math, how the ELL brain learns, or the special needs brain. Each book explains the science behind learning in the brain. You can watch our first interview by clicking on the link in the show notes and then review our second interview when his book went into its fifth edition. In seventh place, we have Mark Brackett with his early interview, episode 22, on his book, Permission to Feel, and you can watch the interview by clicking on the link in the show notes. I still follow Mark's inspiring work. But what I love seeing the most is when someone's work comes full circle. If you follow Mark on Instagram, you would have seen his post about his niece, Esme, who recently graduated from high school, and Mark posted a beautiful photo of the two of them and wrote that he hopes that he's as good an uncle to her as her grandfather, Mark's uncle Marvin, who inspired his work, was to him. When I think of the thousands of schools using Mark's ruler approach and the mark he's made on the world, I can't even imagine how much he's inspired this young lady. I might just have to find her and interview her to find out. And in the eighth spot is licensed and board-certified behavior analyst Jessica Minahan with her book, The Behavior Code, that helps us to all understand and teach the most challenging students. Jessica's work was referred to me by Greg Wolcott, who we've interviewed twice so far on the podcast, and Greg often sends over ideas and suggestions for speakers to feature. I wish I had known about the behavior code when I was a first-year teacher facing a classroom filled with behavioral students. You can watch the interview by clicking on the link in the show notes. Mark Robert Waldman comes in in the ninth spot with episode 30, on brain-based experiential learning and living, where Mark began exploring the importance of mindfulness with creativity and productivity that I learned firsthand in his neurocoaching certification program that took me two years to complete. His program is the only program led by university faculty who are currently doing peer-reviewed brain scan research in the field of network neuroscience. If you watch this interview, you'll see how Mark loves teaching everyone how to maximize our brain power for improved results, especially when it comes to money, happiness, and success. He's now working on his new book with Andy Newberg on balancing your default mode network. The 10th spot goes to Todd Woodcroft, who at the time was an assistant coach with the Winnipeg Jets in the NHL. 
He's since moved up to a head coach position with Division I men's college hockey, but if you follow his work, you would see that he remains closely tied with the NHL, male and female player development, as well as youth development. Our interview on embracing the daily grind in the NHL is applicable for all of us, whether we're a teacher in the classroom, a coach, or working in the corporate world, as he makes a strong case for the daily habits that are embraced, not feared at the pro sports level. What's interesting with this interview is that it's another case of things coming full circle, as many of the people Todd mentions in this interview over two years ago or who he worked with have now moved forward in their career using these principles, including himself, which to me shows that there is a science to success. When we embrace the daily grind or do things in a certain way, we can attain predictable results. Kelly Roman comes in at number 11 with our interview on the Fisher-Wallace wearable medical device that combats insomnia, anxiety, and depression. I just released episode 231, where I recap my personal review of this device that I didn't even know existed until I interviewed Kelly Roman. You can watch our interview by clicking the link in the show notes that Kelly says is his all-time favorite interview. I think it's neat to look back at old interviews, especially this one. I had no idea that a device like this even existed. And then to see my personal review that improved my sleep by much more than the gold standard of 20 minutes each night. When I wrote this review of the device, I began getting emails about my experience and whether I still use it, leading me to release that recent update, sharing that I still in fact do use the Fisher-Wallace device to keep my WASO scores or wake-after-sleep onset scores low, and now I know it increases serotonin, so I'm sure it's helping my mood to be more even-keeled and help me to worry less about life's usual stressors. The final spot is John Rady, who comes in 12th on our countdown with our interview number 116 on the revolutionary new science of exercise in the brain. You can watch our interview by clicking on the link in the show notes for a reminder of how important moving our body is for the proper functioning of our brain. When I reviewed Dr. Rady's interview, I was reminded of the intense research I do on each guest. I'm not sure where I read that Dr. Rady spent some time as a Zen monk, but I think it was something that he hadn't thought about in some time. I often refer back to Dr. Rady's interview when I first began to make the connection with the importance of exercise for learning and retention. I could keep counting down and reviewing the top 40 like Casey Kasem's show, but I'd be here writing all night. So to close out episode 233... I wanted to go back to what I heard Brendan Burchard mention over the weekend with the importance of ramping up our learning and that we must become more productive as a nation. It's not time to shrink back and be protective, but to lean forward, review our goals, notice what's working and what isn't, sharpen our saw, and then move forward with everything that we've got. I hope that reviewing our top 12 most watched interviews gives you some ideas to gain more clarity and perspective with whatever it is you're working on, raising your ambition to do just a bit more, and show up with your A-game for a strong last half of 2022. I'll see you in a few days. If 
you're enjoying the Neuroscience Meets Social and Emotional Learning podcast, please don't forget to subscribe so you'll stay up to date with our new episodes. While you're there, please feel free to give us a review or a five-star rating as it helps others find us. For more information on our programs, books, and tools for schools and the workplace, visit us at www.achieveit360.com. 